0: Duke Energy says the best way to avoid billing surprises is to track your use. Duke Energy customers who have a smart meter can sign up for a usage alert. Similar to data alerts you get from your cell phone company, a budget can be set for the amount of your monthly energy bill and receive notices when you're approaching your limit. Residential customer service specialists are available Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. by calling 1-800-521-2232. Energy presents Connecting Counties with your host, Gus Piercy. A look at the economical, social, and educational decisions being made in Hendricks and surrounding counties and how they affect one another. And now your host, Gus Piercy.
1: Good evening. Uh, We're taking a tackle on a very important topic, but it may also help put you to sleep, I will tell you, because this is a pretty technical issue. We're going to talk about what has been described in the press, named in the press, the dark box issue. And we'll get to that with my guest today, Brian Buchanan. He's a state senator from District 7, and he has been working in the indiana legislature to work on this problem boone county commissioner tom santelli who was several years on the council as well correct mm-hmm. and yes. uh they are the <laughs> they're the 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 body that gets the money from this dark box issue which is a tax a tax issue and then monroe county assessor uh, judy sharp and also the president of the indiana counties. A county Assessors Association, is that That's correct? correct. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to talk about the dark box issue. Let's start off with a quick description of what an assessor does. There's one in every county, and this is a tax, a property tax issue. Is that correct, correct Judy? Um,
2: Indiana has 92 counties. We have 92 county assessors. There are about 10 township assessors that are still around. They're mostly up in the northern part Mm -hmm. of the state.
1: What does an assessor do?
2: The assessor, uh, by statute, we are responsible for assigning uh, values, uh, market value and use, of all real and personal property in our counties for taxation purposes. So all houses, all buildings, all structures, land, whatever it is, we assign a value for tax purposes.
1: And this is, by definition, uh, kind of a market-ish, kind of we a market are,
2: valuation? Yes. Uh, in 1999, um we were um, we were changed to a market value in use system. The courts did that. Uh, it was in the courts from 95 to 99 and it ended up at the Supremes, the Supreme Court and they finally said <clears throat> no, no more of the old way of methodology. Mm-hmm. Do like what the rest of the states, most of the states do and it's market value in use and that's very important that it, in I use. <laughs> that in use.
1: <laughs> so, so that'll come up later uh-huh. but uh, so when people get their property tax bills, it's right. based on the cost of the house. It's based on the market value of the house. And then they pay 1%. Businesses are assessed and they pay 2 or 3%. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. I, and just for general purposes, because that's kind of what we're leading into. Right. So the dark box issue is big, big, big big uh, box stores, big box stores, and explain the issue.
2: The issue started uh, a few years ago in Michigan, where Myers is corpor- the Myers Corporation, the Myers Stores Corporation is. And they came up with this, along with their attorneys and an appraiser, wrote a paper saying that these large box stores, these huge stores that we have all over the place, um, if they go out of business and go dark, in other words, they're empty, they're dark, then they're not worth hardly anything. Um, And they bought into it. They bought into that.
1: So right now you evaluate and you assess them on a square footage?
2: That's you how say, we start. We okay, start with cost.
1: square footage, right? And and let's say it's a hundred dollars a square <laughs> foot. I, it never is, but let's say it's a hundred dollars a square foot. And, and the, so the corporation appeals that tax evaluation. Correct. They
2: appeal that assessment.
1: Yes, sir. They appeal that assessment, and and what they argue is there's no way that it's worth a hundred dollars a square foot if it wasn't occupied. Exactly. And then so. They argue for a much lower square footage assessment, like 40 or what? what,
2: We're seeing uh, 40 to 60% lower than what we have on them, is what they're arguing. Which
1: would significantly lower the taxes that these big box stores pay Mm -hmm. in the counties that they... That
2: is correct. and, And it actually lowers the value in some cases to where we would have to take the building to zero... In order to keep the land value where it is, and that's what's happened in Monroe County. Um, they argued the lowest case, and they wanted such a low number. I would have had to take the take the building down to zero and I would have to go in and put some obsolescence on my land even though it's the highest rated land in the county because it sits right on I69 and it's in a major mm-hmm. shopping center and you know it was just it's crazy it it makes no sense to any person with any common sense uh the the taxpayers the regular taxpayers in these counties um just cannot even begin to understand this. They look at us as elected officials and like, you can't do that. You fight it. And I have... Uh, my my county is mm-hmm. totally behind us fighting this because it isn't right. And I have been fighting the CVSs, the, um, the Lowe's, the Menards, the Target. Walgreens. I don't have Walgreens, thank you. But, but yes, Walgreens so, and CVS. So
1: these big corporations that have... CVS's don't have huge buildings but but they still fall under this but they fall under this they're using what we're saying is is that they're not paying a a fair share a fair share Uh, Boone County Commissioner Tom Santelli tell me how how
3: critical what what is the effect of this what who gets hurt the most well thanks Gus this is really a complicated issue as you presented it, and communities like Zinesville and Whitestown are interested in increasing their commercial base because that helps to offset the uh, taxes that uh, are increasing for property owners. And I just got a uh, an email from Harold Vinson, one of my constituents, that says, why are we disadvantaging uh, property tax uh, owners? and uh, in, in to benefit commercial businesses. And this is something that requires a legislative fix because as Judy points out, there is no common sense about this. Uh, Senator Buchanan put together a bill with a number of sponsors and it passed overwhelmingly in the Senate. It was uh, then taken to the House and through lobbyists and other influences uh, it did not get a hearing uh, in the committee, and even though we have an overwhelming number of legislators uh, at, in the House that want to get this resolved uh, uh, through a, uh, an influence uh, in the House, uh, that did not come forward. and And I'd like to liken it to I've got an, a, a Myers apple because in this case we're talking about Myers. In your case, you're
1: you're in you're uh, Boone Boone County County is
3: in uh, like court over this with the Meyer and Anson in Whitestown. Exactly, Gus, and we're spending right now. We've spent up to six hundred thousand dollars fighting this because when they appeal and win, it goes back four and five years and it uh, then obviously goes forward. And some counties have had to give back millions of dollars on these cases. And this isn't just the dark box in uh, uh, retail, because the retail association, uh, trade association has been very powerful, uh, as well as the uh, Indiana Chamber of Commerce. This Equally could be applied to manufacturers. So, where you've got a Subaru factory, they could argue that it would be easy to apply the same principles, and and therefore, uh, so all the warehouses, all this stuff businesses. in Boone County.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay, so that is that's kind of mind-boggling.
3: It, it it's just on the retail and side. And what's the
1: loophole? What's why? It, are, are the courts believing the Myers and the Lowe's of the world? And we're, we're singling them out because, uh, Judy, you just lost a case with Lowe's.
2: Well, according to the attorneys, I didn't lose. I didn't win, as far as I'm concerned. They split the baby. The court split the baby. Uh, the Lowe's side was winning about 20 to $30 a square foot.
1: And you wanted, and I had sixty had, something. Okay,
2: and they they split the baby. We got forty something a square foot. So um, to me, as an assessor and as a just a, a normal human being, uh, to me that's a loss. Attorneys don't see it that way. They think, well, you didn't lose really. You could have gone all the way down to twenty dollars right. a square foot. You got forty something, right? <clears throat> okay, so um, I, I did lose, and how many? Uh, do you know how many cases
1: are going on? Three hundred.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we do nationwide. They're, they're, no, no in that's Indiana. in Indiana. Three hundred cases 300 in Indiana. Cases, and it's probably going to blow up, you know, as this gains momentum. And again, it's an easy legislative fix, and our hands off to Senator Buchanan because. They came up with a very logical bill and, and it passed overwhelmingly. And somehow, through uh, influences in the House of Representatives, uh, through uh, Houston and Representative Houston, Representative Brown, mm-hmm. and uh, Brian Bosma, mm-hmm. uh, this is not getting heard. And we know that, in fact, this would probably pass the House if they were able to. Uh, uh, bring it to the floor okay and senator buchanan uh, yes tell
1: me why is this need to be a legislative issue uh,
4: well uh, why, why do we need a legislative fix why do you but, need well, well fix, i yeah. I, be- I believe the legislative fix would be the the, the most solid the, the most reasonable fix uh if you look there's currently over 300 appeals with commercial retail stores commercial property pending and i do think that number is only going to grow um, this is something that's been debated for a while, I, I know for several, several years now, and, and I just think we need to bring some resolution uh, to this problem. And it, it's not only for the counties and, and, and local governments, but it's also for the taxpayers too, you know, for the, for the, for the commercial, commercial retail stores, that you know, for, for, for those stores to have some, uh, some resolution to the issue. And, and I feel like we need a solution most of all because I feel this is a, is a tax shift because naturally when you lower somebody's property tax – that means somebody else probably has to make it up. And usually that falls on residential individual homeowners, and agricultural And even
1: agricultural. more than that, we, I mean, municipalities all around the state, counties, everybody is suffering because mm-hmm. of tax caps. Yes. Right? I mean, that that shift compounded with this shift, right? Because that 1% on your home shift, right, was kind of based on the fact that businesses were going to be paying 2 and 3% on their properties. Mm -hmm. Am am I wrong about that? I mean,
4: is it taking, I mean, it's getting real hard for some towns to make it well, well you know it is and if you talk to some some are doing okay and some and some towns are really struggling and you know the, the property tax caps were established i believe several yeah. years ago yeah, several years ago, yeah, yeah several years ago and you know i hear people have concerns about that but 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 again with with property tax when you lower somebody's tax you probably are going to have to make it up somewhere and and there are other avenues for some local municipalities and local governments to, to generate funds but property taxes still are a major source of revenue
1: judy was telling me that uh, in her case that uh, she just lost Where, what are we at 40 now for the square foot on Lowe's? it's a 40 42, 40, 42,
4: 42
1: 43. 43 okay so she wanted 60 they wanted 20 and she got 40 which they
2: call it splitting the baby
1: right mm-hmm. so so um, all that money's gone
2: mm-hmm.
1: yet you told me after that decision, after that decision, the building that Lowe's is in sold to another owner, and it's, and it's sold it's, for
2: $13.5 and some change, and it is still a Lowe's store. It's got a 10-year guaranteed mm-hmm. lease that's going to increase 5 or 10% each year.
1: So how much would that be? Did you figure out square footage what, what that should have been uh, based
3: on $13.5 no,
2: probably closer to... Uh, what, um, Zionsville or uh, Probably. Boone County? It,
3: it's our Sam's store just sold. Uh, not our S- SAM store, but on 86th Street. Okay, uh, as Walmart was closing some of their SAM stores, it just sold for over sixty-one dollars <coughs> a square foot. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. And And that's not what it's being assessed at. Right. But it would be like if you bought your house at $100,000, they want to pay taxes based on $60,000 or less. Mm -hmm. And then that impacts the... the police, the fire, all the infrastructure. It impacts your county government because we have 65 different business operating units in the county uh, as well as schools. And then it puts an unfair burden on the taxpayers who have... Small businesses, and, yeah, and small, homes. It, it goes on and on. And, and, and I like to compare this Myers apple. This is a Honeycrisp apple. What Those uh, are good. Yeah. What Shapiro's Bakers and Daniels is arguing is this am, apple should should be uh priced at what it is when it's it's eaten eaten or rotten. <laughs> right. And 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 that's what we've got. That's we, what they're saying. We've got, you know, uh a corporation that's being a rotten apple in the community. <laughs> oh. And
4: that is what it amounts to.
3: <laughs> All right. Senator
4: Buchanan, yes. how did your bill work? How does what, your bill what, what,
1: work? How, what's the ledger?
4: Yeah, well, we offered Senate Bill six twenty three, and uh, I will say, I'm pleased that the bill did pass uh, the Senate forty two votes yes, seven votes against, and and we did have actually I believe eight or nine co authors which senators signed onto the bill with me, and essentially the bill uh, it gave what what I thought was a reasonable solution fair to everyone. Is the bill did three things. One of them uh, we haven't talked about it much, but it but it allowed if if a if a smaller particularly any county maybe a smaller county didn't have have the resources? The state could take over the assessment and handle the appeal. The appeal, uh, you know, the state could do that for the county. It developed a it, so that six hundred thousand dollar cost. Well, well, the second thing the bill did would allow a revenue, you know, a revenue stream to allow the county to actually uh, to pay back the state. So if to give state resources, so you have to pay <laughs> okay. for it. But but I think that the meat of the bill actually would require the cost approach, which is an assessment approach. In Indiana, there are three three ways to assess property to tax, so you know, property, and it's with the income approach, uh, the, the sales approach, and with the cost approach, and the cost approach is essentially the, the cost of the building plus the land, and th- that's what the bill would do. It'd be like, okay, how much did it cost you to build this building? $10 million, $20 million, whatever it is, add the land to it, and that's what you would be assessed is on. Is that what we used to assess by everything? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure on that. Yeah. It that still an is. We still yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. You do still that is.
2: for yeah. everybody. Yeah. Our assessments, I don't look at that as a low store or a, a Myers store, I'm looking at that building, it's 100,000 yeah. square foot I mm-hmm. have a manual that the state says mm-hmm. and it's cost mm-hmm. and it's cost plus depreciation mm-hmm. and that's what we put on these I'm not doing any, any,
1: you don't under think the you're table. not, you're not
4: sticking it to it. No. no, no, and, and, no, no, and, we're not. And, and really, like say, it's, you know, and part of the big discussion is okay, you, you build a building and, you know, for $20 million, and then you, uh, you know, you, you have a, a commercial retailer say, okay, well, only, you know, only half of it should be assessed because if I'd sell this, <clears> it would be applicable to <throat> anybody else and it, it's worth nothing. And that's really where the big debate goes over. But mm-hmm. But I think also an important part of this whole discussion is not only you know the the assessment itself the appeal itself is is when when the appeal happens and it goes to the county the county has two choices one of them is just to accept the appeal and right. and lower and essentially take take the thirty forty fifty percent less value, or the other option is you spend a lot of money fighting that appeal yeah. and, and I will say mr Centelli and, and Boone county have chosen to fight and, and fight big and invest a lot of money in it and and, and the problem is win or, win or lose with 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 the case in in Boone county is I think it you know if if boone county wins it, it kind of shows okay you you got to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars actually make your case. Right. Or if not, it proves that our system doesn't work. So either way I think this discussion is gonna consi- you know, going to continue and we, we need some kind of legislative fix to hopefully resolve this issue. If if all ninety two counties fought this at the same level that we're fighting
3: it in Boone County, just one case per county would cost fifty five million dollars. Mm-hmm. And that's why the legislative fix is so important, and it's taking valuable dollars away from our communities. Sure does it is. So they wouldn't be so uh, based on the costs
4: for yes. the assessment <clears throat> there would be no appeals. For
2: oh, you can always
3: appeal. You, you, in you,
4: that's a fundamental right, you, you can never take that away. You can always appeal, but once it gets to the tax
3: court yeah. for the state and the state rules on it, there's no appeals after that.
4: Y- yeah, you essentially well, I mean, well, you, you could go to the Supremes. supreme court, but the supreme court, I've been told, has been very leery to get involved in, in property. I things.
2: tried to take my yeah. CVS, remember, I had four CVSs, same, same appraisal, same, I did everything the same. I won two. And I lost two. Makes no sense. So one of the ones I lost. Different judges? No, same judge. Okay. Uh, So the one I lost, uh, one of the ones I lost, I took to the Supremes. I was going to fight it all the way. The Supremes refused Mm -hmm. to hear it, which was very upsetting. Uh, I'm hoping. They said
1: stop in the name of love, didn't they?
2: I think so. They yeah. Did. But did. Um, <laughs> In
3: the love of retailers. <laughs>
2: but, but the thing of it is, it comes every year. It doesn't matter if I win or if I lose. Yeah, so Every year they come back. And the other
4: well, issue... And that's a big issue coming That
2: back. is a huge yeah. issue, not just coming back, but the other huge issue is at the state level. The Indiana Board of Tax Review, which is the next level, right. they set on cases... For years before they ever hear it, so like my Lows, this one well, went they're, back. They're to, probably
0: busy. Uh-huh. Is that what? Yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> they um, they actually sat on it from 2014 to a year and a half ago when they finally heard this case. Now I lost. I don't care what anybody wants to say. I lost at least half of what I had on it. Um, <clears throat> I have to pay back with interest those four or five years.
1: So they went ahead and paid. The property taxes, yes, sir, and now and which who, who what was that on? Lowe's on Lowe's. So you have to pay back, money pay to plus them?
2: tax, but plus interest. This, and it, my my suggestion to the legislators, which I make about every year, is once it goes to the state, and if they don't do their diligence, due diligence, and hear yeah, it, you
1: shouldn't have to pay in that. a year's yeah.
2: time. That's their. They have 180 yeah. days, I think, or something but, but, like that. But, but, then they can yeah. give themselves an extension. But mm-hmm. there should be a stop on that. If they don't hear it, then you all, the state, mm-hmm. will pay the interest mm-hmm. at least. You, so
1: the whole thing starts over. I mean, you're you're looking at this thing. Uh-huh. This, uh huh. This court it all decision starts every year. And then so the appeals
2: process. They Constant do it all? every oh year. My gosh. They walk stop in that. and they don't give us anything. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. When they first come to the county, the, the property tax assessment board of appeals nine times out of 10 and probably 10 times out of 10 they come in and they say i want to file okay we set them up for a hearing they don't show they don't give us any any evidence so it automatically goes to the the state to the indian board of Mm -hmm. tax review where it languishes year after year after year now i'm coming up on the seventeen eighteen appeal that's been there now for what? This is 19, two years, not been heard. I'm fighting it again at the state. I'm not going to go quietly. Uh, I've got this uh, assessed, the new sales. It's going to be handed to them again. We start over. I think the assessing community is the most optimistic community in the world, or else we would all just say enough. But we can't. We cannot do that because, as the commissioners said, this is the base of our government in Indiana. This is how we fund it. And this. I've already had taxpayers come to me up on the street, and they say, hey, Judy, if you're going to do this to Lowe's, Menards, Target... My kids went off to school. I had a four-bedroom house. I'm only using two of those bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Lower my assessment. These people have an argument.
4: Sure. And I believe a few counties actually, I don't know if it's been a full-fledged <laughs> appeal, but it, 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 taxpayers have inquired about it from what I've been told. Constantly. So, yeah.
2: Oh, no,
1: I'm yeah. stopped on the street. So, so your bill was passed in the Senate. Yes. Well, we cannot get a hearing in the House. Yeah. Exactly. So, why can't it get it why i mean this seems like it's a pretty critical issue yeah, you, you know, you're talking this, money right
4: you, well yeah and putting this bill together we've we, we've involved all the players i will say mm-hmm. from the get-go you know we've involved county assessors we've invo- involved the retailers have been involved in every discussion <coughs> uh the indiana chamber farm bureau pretty much any advocacy group that has anything to do with, with property taxes and and like I say the senate we passed and we've had many conversations with people in the house and representative shibley was the House sponsor, and and uh, you know some of the folks, the the leadership in the House, they just feel like it's a little premature. We want to see the decision of some court cases, which which I, I will respect that. I, I do think we'll be revisiting this issue again next year. I, I know I've talked with some of our uh, you know folks in the Senate, and and, and I certainly think it will uh, probably be on the on the docket next year, and we'll see where it goes, and um, you know Even- hopefully with with a few more court cases under a belt, maybe we can have a little clear direction.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you're so you're kind of waiting on some of these decisions to see if your solution is effective
3: or. Well,
4: I I think they want to see the you know some some things in current law to see see the decision of some some court cases some ibtr rulings i shouldn't say ibtr okay. rulings coming down the okay. you know coming down the pike maybe this summer or this fall is what i've been told okay. so you know this, and, is, and, and, this has been around for a while yeah though, hasn't it's it? certainly disappointing it didn't get a hearing in the house but but again i will respect that and we'll 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 keep working on it over the summer and, and next year i, I think that <clears throat> The taxpayers are disadvantaged because, as you
3: pointed out, Gus, this has been going on. We tried to fix it with Senator Brian Hirschman in uh, Senate Bill 436, which uh, 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 essentially this language got pulled out of it. Mm -hmm. And it's the retail association lobby. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's uh, the influence of uh, very solid attorneys and it is a an irrational approach to a, a rational problem. And, and again, it's like somebody selling a good apple and claiming it's only got the value of the apple after it's been eaten or used or rotten. And it makes no sense. This is an easy fix. I don't want 92 counties spending $55 million yeah. fighting this when, as uh, Senator Buchanan has pointed out, this is an easy fix, and, and all we want is everybody to carry their fair share. I have I had a business in uh, uh, off of Kitley, and I paid property taxes, and we carried our fair share of the buckets of is water. This, is
1: this worth six hundred thousand? Is this worth? Will you make more than six hundred thousand? Oh, absolutely not.
3: Win? Absolutely okay. not. Uh, the uh, th- this is not a payback issue except if you know we've got, Lowe's, we've got Menards, we've got Home Depot, we've got CVS, we've got Walgreens, and then my concern is meeting with the Indiana Manufacturers Association. We can use this exact same argument because when we build a factory, uh, <clears throat> why not view it as a dark box? What's its value? What's its value with nobody working in it? It's it's no different than carrier. And uh, if they're moving to Mexico and they're shutting the factory down, they should uh, be taxed at that rate when they first moved into it. And it makes absolutely no sense. It, it's it's like taxing your house a hundred years from now when it's uh, you know has to be rebuilt or whatever, and taxing that at the current that mm-hmm. current rate today. Mm-hmm. And it makes no logical sense, and it disadvantages our constituents it disadvantages our schools uh, you know the the infrastructure all the other business units and and it's it in in reality it's not big that big of a deal to be a good corporate citizen yeah but you know it's
1: they got to save money
3: too. They
4: got to try mm-hmm. everything they can to mm-hmm. save money, and I understand. Yeah, and, this, and this is kind of a fad, you know. It, it, you can read articles, pull up on the internet, you sure. know, across every state. Every sure. state's dealing with the same issue of, of how to. But if is. it leaks
1: into warehousing, factories,
4: and that kind of stuff, is I
1: mean, that's. That's a complete, uh, you know, the structure, well, 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 the infrastructure,
4: completely well, breaks well, it, down. Well, it's going to force us right? to have another conversation about, you know, local governments and the property tax system and where it goes. I mean, if it, you know, if if, if, if it this keeps pretty going huge, right? yeah, yeah, it def- it's definitely going to turn into a bigger conversation if we don't get some kind of resolution.
3: Just, just in Indiana, uh, it is a loss of four billion dollars in assessed value. What we're dealing with, and uh, uh, again, you know, there these retailers are benefiting from the value of good schools and people moving oh, yeah. in and the number one issue around quality of life and the number one issue around retailers is, is uh, public safety. And we're providing all these resources. They're benefiting, they're earning revenue in case of Myers that goes to their corporate headquarters in Michigan. It doesn't result in lower prices because prices are based on market value for the products that they sell. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Again, the the Myers in Anson is one of the most uh, uh, valued pieces of property, and it generates the highest revenue of any of their stores. And it's a rapidly growing area, right? Mm-hmm. And and so they're getting all these benefits, and at the same time, they say. Well, you we know, don't want to pay. We don't want to pay, even though we've got hundreds of police calls. Yeah, and you have to add staff, and we have to have all of of uh, these resources to support them. They don't want to carry their fair share bucket of water, and mm-hmm. that is a travesty. Judy, yes, sir. Last word.
2: Well, I agree with everything that's been said. Um, we just need to. It's going to have to take legislation. We've seen it in other states mm-hmm. where the legislators have to step in. And there's, there's so many pieces to this puzzle. But the fairest thing is we do a cost approach, what it costs to build, what mm-hmm. it costs for the land, mm-hmm. and then the, the normal depreciation, not abnormal depreciation mm-hmm. or anything. What's Michigan look like now? Uh, it's broke. It's broke. At the schools are broke they're bankrupt uh, this is where the issue this started. is the myers mm-hmm. the myers that's their headquarters yeah and, and
3: like detroit yeah. yes
2: the very same thing it right. very much is and uh so this didn't help anything and you know like the commissioner said in two weeks i go back to court for my menards store right
1: so you're going to be doing this a yeah. lot.
2: Oh, identity. does the
1: legislature realize that, Senator? Yeah. You know, Do they realize what Michigan's doing now?
4: Well, I think so. And I can speak for the issue. I mean, at least in the Senate, with my colleagues, I know we're, uh, you know, like I say, we passed a bill that we thought it was a good solution with with strong support in the Senate. And and I know we're going to keep working on it. We're going to get all the players together over the summer, both you know, uh, both you know, county advocates and assessors, and you know the the retailers and the chamber, and again, pretty much everybody that as an advocate for for property tax and continue to have the discussion and definitely we'll be back next year with another bill and try to gain some more support and see what we can do to solve this problem
1: That is all we have time for on the dark box issue. I mean, it almost sounds like a Darth Vader Star Wars kind of thing, doesn't it? I mean, my guests today have been State Senator Brian Buchanan, uh, Boone County Commissioner Tom Santelli, and Monroe County Assessor
0: Judy Sharp. I appreciate you listening. Uh, We'll see you next month. This has been Connecting Counties with your host, Gus Piercy, presented by Duke Energy. Duke Energy says, in the event a customer is unable to pay a past due bill, customer service specialists are available to discuss a customer's situation and provide assistance to meet the customer's specific needs. And customers who have more than 12 months of usage history at their current residence may qualify for one of the billing and payment plans that gives customers the option of levelizing monthly payments. Residential customer service specialists are available Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. by calling one 800 521-2232. 521